What's going on, family? Happy Monday, happy Memorial Day, and welcome to another edition of the Faction Quick Hits. T-Man GB, Gerard Bonner, hope you guys are doing well and you've been enjoying this holiday weekend. Certainly here in the ATL, the temperature feels like summertime, and in many cases, Memorial Day weekend is the unofficial start to summer and we're definitely looking at a different kind of summer but i know people are out and about going to beaches and the like and doing cookouts so i hope that whatever it is that you're doing you're safe and sound and we appreciate you taking some time to listen to this podcast thanks for everybody who continues to support all things connected to the faction whether you're following us on social media at the faction show thank you if you're subscribed to our podcast Thank you. And if you've been checking out our video podcast and chatting with us live, thank you. We definitely appreciate it. If you're new, welcome to the journey. You can follow us in all of those ways at The Faction Show and subscribe to our podcast. We have plenty of content there and more on the way. So stay tuned to that. All right, time to jump into some wrestling news. And I got to tell you, last week may have been one of the most tragic weeks in the world of pro wrestling ever. It started, of course, on Sunday with the news of the disappearance of Shad Gaspard after he and his family had gone to the beach and went surfing. We know the story at this point where his son was rescued by his preference. And uh, when the lifeguards came back for him, they could not find him. His body washed up on the shore of uh, Malibu Beach, about half a mile away from where he disappeared. That happened Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, They've had since a memorial for him on the beach. Just a very sad story. Uh, We also lost Larry Zonka last week. And uh, that was pretty challenging. We had the uh, 21st anniversary of the death of Owen Hart. And that was highlighted on Dark Side of the Ring. We spent some time talking about that on our weekly roundup. And on top of that, this weekend, a major loss in Japan. As 22-year-old wrestler Hana Kimura passed away. A really sad situation involving Hannah Kimura. Um, It is believed that she committed suicide as a result of social media bullying. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Hannah Kimura, she was a big part of the stardom promotion, the same promotion that brought us amazing folks like Asuka and Io Shirai. Uh, Tony Storm has spent some time in stardom. They've produced some amazing female wrestlers, and it is believed that Hannah Kimura was on the same trajectory as one Io Shirai. Now, in addition to being a wrestler, she was part of the Netflix reality series Terrace House Tokyo. And it is believed that a lot of the social media bullying that happened to her was as a result of her being on that series. She left some pretty stoic and tragic and cryptic uh, last posts on Instagram and Twitter and uh, she has perished and it is a very sad sad situation Uh, capping off a very sad week in the world of pro wrestling and let me just say this you know uh, social media is good 
Uh, I will never say that it's bad, but what it has done is it has given a stage and a platform to people who aren't always brave. Um, Everybody gets to state their opinion, and I think there's room for it, but I think we always have to be respectful of people. Remember that even when we're talking about pro wrestlers, and quite frankly, uh, the pro wrestling fan base is among the most passionate of all fan bases in any sport or form of entertainment, we can sometimes do a little much, and we forget that these are real people. Yes, they are athletes. Yes, they are entertainers, but they are real people and what you say can help or hinder them so as we're practicing social distancing to protect ourselves from the coronavirus perhaps we might want to infuse a bit of wisdom uh, and compassion when it comes to sharing our opinions about things all opinions don't need to be shared and you would hate to be the person who said that one thing that triggered somebody to ultimately end their life so Our thoughts and prayers are with the family of Hannah Kimura. And if you're not familiar with her from the Stardom promotion, she did spend some time here in the United States. She was actually a part of the big G1 Supercard event that happened in Madison Square Garden, a joint promotion between New Japan Pro Wrestling and Ring of Honor. Yeah, she was in the opening match last year at Madison Square Garden, part of a six-woman tag team match as she teamed with Stella Gray and Sumi Sakai. And they took on Jenny Rose, Hazuki and Kagetsu. They were a team known as Oido Tai. Yes, yeah, so if you go back and you watch that Supercard of Honor, which is actually available right now on YouTube, you'll get to see Hannah Kimura's work. And uh, again, just such a very, very sad situation. Our thoughts and prayers go out to her family, her friends, her fans. Let's be kinder, people, to each other and to ourselves. So with that said, we're going to switch gears and talk a little bit about uh, NXT versus AEW, which took place, of course, the Wednesday Night Wars. And uh, congratulations to AEW Dynamite, who picks up another win in this race. Their numbers went up 7% from last week, up from uh, 654,000 viewers. They had an average viewership of 701,000. Meanwhile, NXT went down 2% uh, from 604,000 viewers to 592,000 viewers. Now, it's important to note, this was the go-home show for Double or Nothing, had some pretty significant moments that were involved, including the main event of Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara, as that was a big preview for the Stadium Stampede match, which happened at AEW Double or Nothing this weekend. Now, In fairness, if there is fairness to talk about it, there were serious sports competitions here. Uh, The UFC was present on this past Wednesday night, and then NASCAR's Toyota 500. So, yeah, there was some competition, but AEW, again, shines, and they shined on pay-per-view this weekend as well. Kind of the big pieces of news coming out of there is that Cody Rhodes can now out himself as a first-time AEW champion as he won the newly minted TNT championship after defeating Lance Archer. On top of that, uh, John Moxley retained the AEW championship by defeating Brody Lee. And the other very big piece of news coming out of this is the winner of the Casino Ladder Match, 
the debuting Brian Cage, former Impact World Champion, former superstar in Lucha Underground, who uh, had been rumored to be heading to AEW a few months ago. He squashed that a bit, but he's here in AEW with Taz as his manager. I got to tell you, that's a combination that's a bit of a dream combination that I didn't know I wanted and I didn't know I needed, but now I've got to have it. Taz as the manager and mouthpiece for Brian Cage. Wow, look out John Moxley. I think Brian Cage could at some point cash in and become the new AEW champion, which let me just say this. I think it's super important for AEW to start crowning champions that do not have a WWE pedigree. Now, I know people will have their thoughts and arguments about it, but let's think about this, right? Your first AEW champion, WWE legend Chris Jericho. Your second AEW champion, John Moxley, formerly Dean Ambrose, two former WWE world champions. What was your main event Saturday night? A battle between two WWE alumni. Now, where this is something that I feel like they have to change because the whole idea of AEW was built on the elite and only one of them had been in WWE, that being Cody Rhodes. So when you have a former IWGP heavyweight champion in Kenny Omega, arguably the best tag team in the world with the Young Bucks, uh, the up-and-comer Hangman Page, who do you give the title to and who ends up in your main events but former WWE stars? I don't know that that's necessarily a good look for AEW. And I think soon and very soon, they're going to have to put the rocket ship for somebody who has not spent time in WWE so that the comparisons to WWE can soon stop and AEW can stand on their own. Now, it's not fair or accurate or even realistic to think that they're not going to have former WWE talent and that they're not going to push former WWE talent. But should your first two champions and your first major main events all feature former WWE superstars? I don't know. I don't think the time was right for Brody Lee to get a title shot. He was fresh in the company. Um, I, I just don't think that's a good move. But... Time will tell. We'll check out on Dynamite where things are headed. That's one of the reasons why I'd love to see Brian Cage become the champion because here's a guy without a WWE pedigree that you can actually put the rocket ship on. There's a lot of guys you can put the rocket ship on at AEW, but why that's important is if we're going to compete with WWE, and it is a competition whether people say so or not, it needs to not look like WWE superstars, okay? So, with that said, that's my two cents on all of that. Um, shout out again, SmackDown this week, uh, holding their ratings pretty much even with what happened last week. So, shout out to them for being able to maintain uh, barely over 2 million viewers this week. As again, more happened with the Intercontinental Championship Tournament, and now we know AJ Styles is a part of SmackDown. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, SmackDown is the house that he built, but I thought that after this last draft, there wasn't going to be this back and forth. I mean, are we crazy to expect WWE to actually have consistency? 
eh, that's another story for another time. Be that as it may, we're going to get out of here. I want you guys to be able to enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. And so definitely leave us a comment with your thoughts on today's presentation. Also, I want to hear what you thought about our video episode as well. We've got more things that we're going to be doing around that. And be on the lookout for more content coming from us on all of our channels, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Make sure you hit that follow button at The Faction Show. We're cooking up some really compelling conversation for you guys. So I want you guys to make sure you're a part of it. Make sure you're subscribed to our podcast so you can get those notifications when these podcasts drop. And again, follow us on social media because we've got some special exclusive content coming to those channels. All right, go ahead and start firing up the grill or whatever it is that you may be doing for this Memorial Day. And I hope that you're having an amazing and safe time with friends and family. Until next time, it's your man GB, Gerard Bonner, representing for my good brothers, Courtney Beard and Brandon Clack. Collectively, we're known as The Faction. I my people, here we go.